Welcome to Flags and Fouls, the NFL and NBA podcast from Lee 3 Pods. I am Nathan Lee. I'm here with Sean Doherty, Jose Duran, and Omera Loya. Today, we're going to talk about the All-Star game in the NBA. We're going to talk about Anthony Davis's injury and how it affects the Lakers. We're going to talk about J.J. Watt going to the Arizona Cardinals. And we may even talk about what it means for the Seattle Seahawks. Well, guys, how are we doing today? I'm doing good, boys. How are you doing? I'm doing your mom's. Oh, oh. oh boy! Oh. That, that only Jose can say lines like that. <laughs> just, I'm doing good. That's Ooh. good. That's good. Are are we doing good? I mean, how how do we feel about the uh, how about how do we feel about the governor's announcement, boys? How do we? Man, how do it's we not feel just about election that? at this point. Feel awesome <laughs> about it. I've burned all three of my masks already. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, we, we I'm don't need thrilled. Anymore, right? Thrilled no, about right. it. Yeah, very, very thrilled. Very thrilled that we can all um can we all just get in the mosh pit? Like it's personal safety, but you know, <laughs> it's my personal choice. You want to just all go into the mud pit together? Yeah, yeah. You want to yeah, just yeah. all get naked and waller around? That's what I Sounds think. Sounds like we a good do. time to me. Well, COVID's a hoax. Me with so it's now. over. Sounds it's like all over. It never began. <laughs> yeah. Never was here. Uh, I'll just say it was very, it's very idiotic, but that's it for my part. Yeah, if if y'all couldn't catch it, um, all of what we said was sarcasm. If it wasn't obvious enough, um, uh, we we because... find the the governor's order to be awfully disheartening in this time that we are starting to win the war against COVID. We are Bro, finally at the point he where don't we're care. saying, "He's okay, vaccinated." Let's go. He don't care. Well, there's a lot more than that to it, but. You know, that's, um, to me, I just don't get how you could say that at this time. I don't, and it's not even necessarily the order itself. It's the tone of it. It'd been one thing if he had really seemed to stress the personal safety, but it just seemed like a celebration and it seemed like a premature and immature celebration is what it was. And that is, that, that was the most disheartening part to me because we know who it will embolden. So, without a further ado, there's not really a whole lot more we can get into um, on that without probably keeping the mood down. So, let's talk about the All-Star Game on Sunday, March 7th, 7 o'clock on TNT. We will pick it later. We'll actually pick it once they draft the teams. They'll draft the teams on March 4th. Team LeBron, James, and Team Kevin Durant. I got Team LeBron. Durant will not get to play the All-Star Game. Um. And they've already picked the all-star teams in the West and the East. There have mm-hmm. been some some talk about snubs. There's been talk about players that got in that shouldn't have, you know, whatever. Guys, who do you think was the biggest snub? Who do you think was the biggest all-star snub? Well, um, I don't even I know. Was, Hold on. I was going to say Devin Booker, but he but made yeah, I was going to say Devin Booker. Devin Booker. I but think everyone guys, was going to say Devin Booker. I mean, <laughs> okay, but mm-hmm. to to this Looking point, the, they, if they weren't uh, like filled in, I'm going to say it was Bam. Bam Adebayo. Ooh, okay, Bam. Okay. I, I like that. I, I Does see this where that include from. from reserves? Yes. Yeah, just yes, like the yes. Starters. I am talking about reserves because 
there is debate, you know, about really on the stars there wasn't too much of a debate. I mean, you could pick four of the five starters in the East and the West easily. In the West, it was Steph Curry, LeBron James, um, um, Kawhi Leonard, and Nikola Jokic. Nobody was going to argue with that. In the East, you could pick um, Bradley Beal and Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, and Kevin Durant pretty easily. It was only one of the guard spots in each conference. You know, the West ended up going to Luka Doncic. It could have very easily been Damian Lillard. Maybe should have been. The East, it was it was Kyrie Irving, and it could have easily been his teammate James Harden, who's actually been playing very well and leads the league in assists. So um, that's really the starter snub. That's that's a summary of it. There's not much more to get into there. I'm talking about the reserves. It was Bam. I would put him over Sabonis. I don't know. Sabonis has had a really good year. He's had a very good year, but I, I still think Bam has played better. I want to see this. Okay. Uh, 2020, 2021. So Bam's averaging 19... Point two points, nine point five rebounds, five point four assists. Sabonis is averaging twenty one point two points, uh, five point nine assists, and eleven point three rebounds. So they're they're really similar, but I just think Sabonis is. Uh, they can go either way. Sabonis is also white, so he gets that white privilege. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Um, <laughs> I do think Sabonis. You maybe give him the edge because. I wouldn't actually even necessarily say the Pacers are better, but they are in a better position. The Heat had a lot of COVID issues, so they are lower in the East standings. They will, they'll, they'll climb up. But I think maybe you give them the edge just based on that. I would have probably also maybe said Jimmy, but Jimmy was out for a while. So as a recently Jimmy for sure, Jimmy but like, was through, out. The, through the whole through the whole season, he was out for too long to be considered. What What about though, Bam over Nikola Vucevic? For the Orlando uh, Magic. Nah. Well, okay. Busevich has been playing outstanding. His stats are better than out of bios. But since Nathan, uh, since I mean, since Sean, Sean pulled out the thing that the Pacers are better than the Miami Heat at this point. Actually, never mind. I think that was you. Wouldn't you also be able to do that for the Busevich and Bam argument? Because the Magic suck. That That's why I brought it up. Because it could be, you could look at it as, in one way, you could look at it as empty stats. but. I, I don't quite think that's what it is, but if you want to split hairs between those guys, maybe you go with the team that's done better. However, I definitely see where. Oh wait, actually, um, Bam's, Bam's not way. even on my fantasy team no more. I don't care. He wasn't so. No, but yeah, also, I, okay. I was going to get there. Um, I think it's just a personal thing. I think Bam was on Jose's fantasy. Actually, Bam was on Jose's fantasy team until lately, and very, very lately, Jose is just mad because. Uh, Jose had DeMontis Sabonis last year in fantasy basketball, and he didn't do as good. And now he's on Sean's fantasy team he's, and is doing really good. So I think Jose maybe has a personal vendetta against uh, my man Sabonis. He, 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 I, I think also, there might be some personal issues. Should we name all of the <laughs> injured players on the Magic this year? Vucevic really is a one-man team right now. That Yeah, that that's also Fournier true. is pretty good. He, I mean, what 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 do we expect him to do? Aaron Gordon's been out. Yeah. Uh, who, which one of their players, like, was it Fultz that tore his ACL? Oh. Yeah, Markel Fultz. 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 Yeah, that made me sad. I was really hoping. But it's Markel Fultz, bro. I, still, though. Still a key player. He I mean, became a key player. I mean, that's actually a, 
a crazy story because number one overall pick by the Sixers years ago and um, never panned out. Pretty much got the yips. At but that's not really his fault. Though. He, had, he, had, line he, and, he had neck troubles. That's not his fault. Well, yeah, the yips kind of the neck trouble and then mentally and then got traded in the Magic. Really good story that he's been able to last year um, really come back and and do do some really good things. But yeah, towards ACL, he's done. Magic are a one-man team. They're rebuilding. I, I guess that's really it. Um, because, yeah, who else really is an all-star snub? That's the rule. When people start screaming snub is, everyone said, if you say someone got snubbed, you have to take somebody out. You can't just say, oh, well, he got snubbed. Well, yeah, okay. Well, who are you going to put him in? Well, I, I don't exactly. know. I don't know. He, he just got snubbed. Like, I mean, up. you Get have DeMar DeRozan. He's having a good season, but not better than any of the other players on the list. And a lot of these guys are having quality seasons that didn't make it. So I agree. DeMar is an example. And uh, Bam is an example for sure. But Sabonis would have been one. Devin Booker Devin Booker just got straight up snubbed um, until Anthony Davis pulled out. That's what she said. I would have put him in over maybe Zion Williamson, although Where, that's what I was thinking. Zion Zion has honestly been doing so good lately. I'm I am glad he's in the All Star game because he really has been turning it on lately, and he's been helping the Pelicans really get to a point where they look competitive. Actually, as the media has backed off of him a little bit, has not covered him as much. He's been doing really, really good. It's like it, it kind of made me forget for a second. I had to look. I was like, they're all a mellow now. Yeah, well, I'm like, why are we not covering Zion? Now he's like tearing it up. Like he's going crazy, but LaMelo Ball is too. And LaMelo Ball will probably win rookie of the year. I love Tyrese Halliburton. LaMelo is what Kings, Lonzo wanted to be. LaMelo is what Lonzo wanted to be. <laughs> I mean, third time's a charm, right? Third time's a charm with the ball kids. First time is going to be a solid player in the NBA. He'll be a solid, solid guy because Lonzo is actually doing pretty good. For the Pelicans, that's another part of it. But Langelo, y'all can look up Langelo Ball. I mean, he <laughs> he exists. He's there. What do y'all think though about the All Star Game being in Atlanta? It's going to be March seventh, and what do y'all think about it even being hosted? Because the the NBA is being really strict about COVID protocols. We talked about episodes ago about the tightening of COVID protocols that have really seemed to help. You still have people get it. You still have people go and do protocols and miss games, but it's not nearly as bad as it was. Not nearly as bad as what we thought it could continue to be. And the season is not in jeopardy. So why are you now taking teams or taking players from, I'm not even going to count, what is it, like 11 different teams, 12 different teams, more half the league, and throw them in Atlanta. What are you doing? I guess maybe, you know, they've, they've had these problems and they've continued to have these COVID problems. And I maybe this is a necessary break for them to try to get back in control of COVID after the break. And even though they have all these players going to Atlanta, maybe it's easier for them to test these players, keep them safe, even if they're going to a specific place. And then the rest of the league can recover from COVID, kind of re, 
retest and just re, uh, I guess, regrasp COVID and have it under control, at least for the week after. Do you think that, because this, you brought up something that this is a break. Um, the games end March 4th, which is the day after we're recording this, and they come back March 10th. Do you think that it's safer to do this all-star game instead of just let them have that one-week break? Um, I also think that the NBA likes money. And well, I, I well, I, I do want you to answer the question um, because I, I agree with you, but I do want you to answer the question. I, uh, it'd probably be safer to just have a, a break and keep everyone at home, make sure everyone recovers and stays safe. Um, I think that'd be the better option, but I guess it's too much for them to cancel the all-star game. And, 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 and I, I didn't want to shut your money point down because too much, because you're right. That money that they get from the all-star game, man, oh man. <laughs> I could pay for my tuition. <laughs> well, and then some pay for all of our tuitions. <laughs> now, to be fair, they are donating this money to support HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities, which I do think is a good cause. And I do think that that's good that they're doing that. I just don't know if maybe this is the way to do it. I, I don't, I, I think it's a little bit questionable that they are doing it anyway. I, I just, to me, it's like, yeah, it's great, but are you really thinking about the protocols? and? Mentally, on their minds, they probably could have used this one week break. You're talking about teams like the specifically the Lakers and the Heat, the most that they they had to turn around from last season in roughly two months, a little over two months, and then play this season. Now you're not even really giving them a one week break. At least the Heat don't have anybody in the All Star game. At least Jimmy and Bam didn't make it, but LeBron James did. Anthony Davis would have. So is that? Is that really good for them? I mean, that can't be good for them. Do you think it even hurts their title chances? Because, or not even their title chances, do you think they're gonna, LeBron's going to start resting because he's going to be tired as hell? He'll do it because he's weak. <laughs> I think LeBron is going to start resting <laughs> because he's getting older and his body's going to start getting more fatigue after the game. So. He's just, he, he don't want to. He's just, he's just weak. Yes, a man that likes to play all eighty-two games is is weak. Yes, he. he Homero, do you think he's going to rest like after the All Star break? Probably. Start resting after the All Star break. Yeah, probably. If you like think? the Lakers, I don't know. Cause cause I don't know how much just like caring about like the regular season. But I know he's had some sort of ankle problem through the through the season. Not anything severe, but he's always listed on the injury report before the games, and then is cleared to play. So maybe when they have something clinched, if they like clinch the top seed, um, then he'll start resting. But I don't see him resting any games. To me, I don't know if they have a choice. They're not going to get the one seed because uh, losing AD and even losing uh, Schroeder for like four or five games too on top of that um, really hurt them. I, and the way the Jazz are playing, they're going to roll through the regular season. They have, I believe, the easiest remaining schedule. And they have the best record in the league. 
They, they've been through the tougher part of their schedule. So I really don't think that they can get the one seed. To me, what they may do is they may just say, look, we still think we're the best team in the West at full strength, which I believe they are at this point. They they need to just rest and they need to they need to focus on the playoffs. Need to make sure they're winning enough games to get there, but really as long as they're in a top three seed, which they should be top three or four seed, that's the big thing for them. So I do think he'll have to rest at some point. I don't I think it'd be stupid for them not to. It'd be stupid for the Lakers, stupid for LeBron to to, to do that, to to keep playing. I think it would um Do you remember uh do you remember last year whenever the Lakers played the Clippers? I think it was a March game. It's right before the break. And um I just remember at that point, the Lakers that were going to win the championship were playing. Do you remember that game, Bulls? In March? Uh I, I think I might. I, I think it was in March. It was it was right before COVID stuff. But that's when Obviously. they like, went on a like three game winning streak. They'd be like the Celtics, the Bugs, and then like the Clippers. Well, they beat the Clippers that game, and that was like pretty huge because it, it was an intense game, intense regular season game. And I'm wondering if they don't have a game like that, if they'll be able to figure it out in the playoffs. Oh, so you mean like a game against a top contender where they're actually at full strength? Um. Right. Well, yeah, for sure, because they've played the Jazz and they've played the Nets, but they didn't have their they didn't have their full team. So yes, I, I I do think that could hurt them, and I do think it could give them trouble maybe in that first round, depending on who they play, because the West is very very deep. Um, it's not it's not quite deep in the way we thought it would be, where it would it's just like man, every team can contend, but every team still is really really good. I think Portland, even if they really go back to full strength, can get back there. I think Dallas can. Uh, we know the Nuggets really should be a top four team if they are in maybe the number six seed and have to play a number three seed Lakers. How would that turn out? That that may turn out uh, pretty rough. But Nikola Jokic, um, really number three in, in the MVP race, playing out of his mind. How how are we? How are they going to deal with that? I think that could be. I, I agree that could hurt them later on. I think if they don't figure it out early in the playoffs, they could have issues down the road. I think if they were to get past the first round, I don't think that's going to be as big of an issue, though. The Lakers are not going to win the two. It's he's just, just, just got to be, he's just gotta be just, straight. Jose also does not like LeBron, so I mean, they're right. It's plain and simple. They're not going to win, bro. They lost, they lost to the Suns bench. I know they're number two in the West, but it was their bench. Booger got taken okay, out they, early I mean, in the third. They also didn't have AD. They didn't have AD though. That's they didn't AD. Have AD. LeBron can't carry no more. I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to see LeBron make his teammates better. Isn't they didn't they say LeBron that don't need do to carry anymore. LeBron don't need to carry. But yeah, LeBron I thought, doesn't need to carry. I thought he really makes his teammates better when he was younger. You know, he Man proved he can. So he did. He makes his teammates better. Not that his, much better. His, yeah, his teammates. It's not his fault that his teams. His teammates can't make the shots. <laughs> He's got. He sets them up, and then they got to make the shots. You know what I mean? Yeah, they got to make the shots. I don't. Hate, I don't see him setting oh, no, anybody. I, up I do think the Lakers lose. Le, Le, Jose lives in a fantasy world where LeBron is just bad, where LeBron is the enemy. LeBron is Satan. 
and then Jose's were like, I think, I think, I think if, I think if you really went deep into Jose's mind, like LeBron did something, LeBron, Jose got to meet LeBron and LeBron did something to this man. Like, I really don't know what happened. Like, he's not okay. Like, I am sometimes kind of anti Brady, but that's more just because I think he's boring. And honestly, the more I see him partying in Tampa, I'm starting to like him too. I kind of want him to win eight now. I'm, I'm kind of behind it. Like, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting there. I like him. I don't know if Jose's okay. I think I think Jose might have some some LeBron issues. There there may be some deeper issues there. I don't know. Though we'll get to see the how the Lakers do in the second half. And to me, this does show something though. All of these contending teams, one injury can derail the whole thing. If the 76ers lose Joel Embiid, they're done. If the, the Bucks lose Jan Santacupo, they may be done the anyway, trash. but they're definitely done. Uh the Nets are a little weirder. That team, maybe, I, I still would think they'd have issues without KD, even though they're playing really well without him. Um, and then we know the Lakers with AD, they're done. The Clippers, they lose Kawhi or PG, they're done. The Jazz, they are so well built, but I think they lose anybody, they're done. So, going to be a big deal. No, we, we no talk about the Jazz, teams. you know how deep they are? If they lose Mitchell, I, that's their huge scoring threat. They can't win a chip without that. I know I love Jordan Clarkson. I love Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert, but that team would not win a chip. This team is perfectly built right now. But one of the top guys gets injured, it's done. No different from any other team. though. And I do think that's one thing we have to watch as we talk about all these teams as if they're going to be at full strength. And they may not be. We don't know what's going to happen. But that, ain't that the fun of the NBA, though? We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. Maybe COVID will show up in the at the wrong time. I mean, it, it may have ended the NFL playoffs. So, But that is way down the line. I, I'm saddened to see the All-Star game on March 7th because I feel like it's too much. Unfortunately, I'm going to watch it anyway. So I guess I'm contributing to their money stream, and I guess I'm really not helping much. And later, we will pick the All-Star Game, the Dunk Contest, the Three-Point Contest, and the Skills Challenge as part of our NBA Game Picks. But first, when we come back, we're going to talk about J.J. Watt and the Cardinals and what all of that means and many more for the Seattle Seahawks. Make sure you subscribe to Flags and Fouls and Making a Racket on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Flags and Fouls. This is episode five. Let's talk about J.J. Watt. The first big free agent signing, mostly because it it was the only big free agent signing that could happen. J.J. Watt got released by the Texans. He has now decided to sign with the Arizona Cardinals. He will reunite with his former teammate, DeAndre Hopkins. They are now basically the Arizona Texans. Unfortunately, that is not a thought I came up with. J.J. Watt now to the Cardinals. Now, we we thought, you know, he could go maybe to the Cardinals, reunite with Hopkins, but you were thinking the Packers. He's from Wisconsin. Thinking the Steelers. He's got both of his brothers there, T.J. and Derek. You're thinking maybe a team like the Browns that are really contending. Maybe he takes a discount and he goes Cowboys. to the Chiefs. I mean, hey, maybe he does go to the Cowboys, you know, something like that. Homero, you, you t- we talked about this earlier. Why do you think he went to the Arizona Cardinals? I think he he's chasing the bag. I think to be honest, at this point of his career, he was already owed. So if he was ring chasing, I'm pretty sure he had many, many other options like the Packers or the Bills, especially right. the Bills. 
The Bills, yeah. So yes. I think I think if he was really ring chasing, uh, like taking his best chances, he would have gone somewhere there. But uh, he went to the Arizona Cardinals, and I feel like the Cardinals they're not they're not bad, but they're more like in the rebuild stage, like in a couple of years to be contending. But right now is not the time. I disagree. And he has to go against the Rams in his division. Like his his team probably isn't even the best team in the division. There's the Rams. Okay, the reason I disagree is because um, what's it called? The Cardinals were actually playing really good uh, throughout most of the season. The, their play just started uh, slowing down. I uh, mostly once Bobby Wagner just walked, uh, whacked Kyler, and he injured him, leg whipped him. After that, he kind of like um, his production started going a little bit, a little bit less, and he has some, he has some like issues like every other game after that. But before that, they were playing really good. They even beat the Seahawks when the Seahawks were playing like amazing when Russ was still an MVP candidate. And uh, let Russ cook. No, he got cooked himself. Uh, but um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, I actually think I I believe in the Cardinals, and especially if they get another a good a solid wide receiver too. Because Christian Kirk started off solid, but he kind of just fell off. If they can get a solid wide receiver too, um, I can see see them going pretty pushing out really far. Their defense is really good. Butter Baker is really good. They just added JJ to that. Um, defense and on the offense you have Hopkins you have Drake who was a thousand yard rusher and uh, Kyler who's basically like Lamar but better and <laughs> no he's not better no yes, he, he is, is not he Ky- is Kyler. No, he's no, no no he's not he's no better. he's not no he's Lamar Jackson's different Kyler Murray is fast Lamar Jackson's a running back not the same player Lamar Jackson's a running back no he's not yeah, he is. Lamar Jackson is a better runner Honestly, yeah. and at this point, <laughs> a more proven thrower to to okay. a point, but he's a better that. runner for sure. I'll give you that. He got better this year. Okay, fine, fine. Lamar's better than he Kyler. Doesn't respect him. <laughs> How does this man not respect Lamar Jackson? You just this man was unanimous. Lamar Jackson was unanimous no, MVP, MVP two years ago, and he okay, just so? he just he just craps on him, man. What do you mean? So, uh, <laughs> what's it called? But like, yeah, my point, my point stands. Like the Cardinals actually did awesome until Kyler got whacked, and uh, they just need a solid wide right. receiver too. That's true. And their defense just got better. If I can just like pick up like uh, Smith Schuster per se or um, Galladay, maybe they'll be uh, yeah. Larry be Fitzgerald is Larry Fitzgerald's older and Hall of Fame receiver, but man, the guy's still basically having to be the number two guy. He's like, I thought somebody was going to help my ass. So. <laughs> thought somebody I mean, was going to carry me to a chip, but um, also, Sean, also, what do you wait, think? hold up, hold up. Also, if they do get a good, a good wide receiver too, you should definitely think of taking Kyler as your first choice quarterback for fantasy. I, I, I would, well, he's one of your first choices anyway, honestly, um, based on what he can do running. Uh, fantastic quarterback, really, through those first eight or nine weeks. 20 points a game, but once his legs were yeah, gone. Yeah, because I had, it, I had him at quarterback. Yeah, I know. And then he got you, what, like one point the last week of the finals? He got me three points on the final <laughs> because he got whacked again. Um, You know, as a complete joke, I think that uh, Watt and Hopkins are going to convince the Cardinals peoples to trade for Deshaun Watson. And then they are going to win the next Super Bowl. In Madden. And I stand by my statement. In Madden. I think it'll happen. In his Madden and, simulation. Uh, no one can prove yes, me wrong. Yes, in his Madden simulation, yes, this will happen. <laughs> Hell, in my Madden situation, yes, yes. it might happen. Or but, simulation, you know, it might happen. 
I think Homero's right. He all, he was he was chasing the money. You know, maybe he didn't want the colder weather of the Northeast. That's maybe he didn't want to deal with, you know, going from Houston, Texas to Wisconsin. Which he's lived in Wisconsin, you know. but yeah, maybe I guess that right. would be the point. Like, man, maybe he I just knows there, the you know? pain. Yeah, he knows the pain. He knows so, the pain. <laughs> so rather go to the, the warm desert of Arizona and also get paid. Jose does have a good point though. The, the Cardinals defense isn't bad. Like you have Chandler Jones on the other side. Don't of they JJ have Buda Baker still too? Chandler Jones, yeah, Buda Baker, and like old Pat Pete. It's uh, Pat Pete honestly, Peterson <laughs> is older. He's not the same, but I, I do still think the so, defense is all right. Yeah, so that, te- yeah, that, defense, that team has potential for sure. Definitely, but they're also competing against you know Seahawks, the. Rams that should be a lot better this year. And Hot take. The Seahawks are going to be the worst in the oh, division this year. It's not a bad take, actually. I think the Seahawks are going to be the worst team in the division. You know, the division is going to be code. That's honestly not that bad of a take. Um, the, the 49ers were heavily injured and still managed to call their way to what? Five or six wins. Yeah. You're talking guys injured all over. Um, even with Jimmy Garoppolo quarterback, no, he has not been great. But he obviously he can take your team to a Super Bowl. He already did. I think he that did defense took the team to the Super Bowl. It did, but he was good enough to get the team to the Super Bowl. And the running game was good enough. So you can definitely – I think you can win with Garoppolo. What, and I definitely think at that point you have – you you probably do have an advantage over the Seahawks once you get that full D line back with Nick Bosa and all those guys. So that kind of leads into the next point of what does all of this mean for the Seattle Seahawks? Because Russell there have been trade rumors with Russell Wilson, and I don't think he's going to get traded. Here's the thing with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, if – they don't seem to be on good terms, but here's the issue. The Seahawks, if they trade him or get rid of him before June 1st, it will cost them $39 million in dead money against the salary cap this year. If they trade him after June 1st, it's $16 million this year and $23 million the next year. So they, there is no good situation. They would have to get so much to make up for that. They would have, there's just no way that, I mean, I guess there is a way they get enough for it, but it's difficult for me to say that they would get enough to justify that insane cap hit. But if they think they have to, then I guess they have to. You also have the issue with Wilson's no trade clause. We talked about this with Deshaun Watson. Um, not only does it mean, well, you know what? I don't he want He gets it. to pick where he goes. He does get to pick where he goes. And I think it gives the other dimension of if the other team gives up too much, he could say, well, I don't want to go to that team now if, you're, if they have to give up everything. And that's another dimension with both Watson and Wilson. Y'all notice how and, uh, uh, notice how Wilson said the Cowboys the first whenever they asked him what teams he wanted to go to? They didn't. No, 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 no. You're, you, you're misinterpreting. No, no, I'm not going to let you say that. It was on the list. It was the first the one on the just list. just happened to be listed first. That doesn't think, mean anything. Also, also <laughs> I did not hear it come out of Wilson's mouth. I had to hear it come from a reporter and his agent. But yes, it was the Cowboys, the Bears, the Raiders, and the, and the Saints. 
So, I mean, there are those four teams in there, but they're not, they, they can't trade for Wilson. They can't do it. Next year, maybe. Next year, they may be able to get rid of Wilson. They may just say, okay, fine. We're not going to make this work. The cap hit uh, on dead, the dead cap hit won't be as bad. So they'll be okay. But I, I feel bad though for Wilson because man, he don't have an offensive line. He's got a left tackle. That's it though. He's got a left tackle. That's it. And you know who they got to play? They got to play the Rams and Aaron Donald. They got to play the 49ers and Nick Bosa and all that crazy stuff. Now they got to play the Cardinals and Chandler Jones and JJ. They're screwed. Yeah, he's so screwed. <laughs> they may be the worst team. They're definitely going to be the worst team. I think they're going to be like the worst team in the division, but they're probably going to have like eight wins, seven wins. I don't. I think that division is going to be nice. I don't think they're that's going to be true. Like terrible. That division will be stacked. They'll still have yeah. yeah. I think six, seven. I guess, I guess maybe eight wins. But oh man, <sighs> why? Why though? Why? Why? What happened? So don't to take the Wilson as your fantasy quarterback. Well, the Seahawks. The Seahawks didn't really build around Russell Wilson. They built around like the Legion of Boom. And then once that started falling apart, it was like they realized their key piece was Russell Wilson. But it's kind of – didn't have an offensive line for him. Like they traded Max Unger for Jimmy Graham. And Max Unger was a nice center. And then, you know – That's then, like, true. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Graham was left for like after a season. So they didn't really build around like, protecting him. So it was really I forgot bad. about that. That's how, that's how I see Russell Wilson's point because he said he, wanna, he wants to play until like 45 – you know what I mean? And he, and you can't play until 45 getting hit by Aaron Donald, <laughs> J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones. You get like eight times or like six times out of your season. Oh, for sure. And and, I, and I'm glad you mentioned that about Unger because, I mean, Unger may be gone by this point anyway. But he, here is the deal, though. That trade was a few years ago with the Saints. Here's, the perp- here's what that trade symbolizes, though, is they did not value the offensive line. They did not value getting him – Protection. Maybe all of the pieces he needed. They, I, I mean, the running game is fine, and they did lean on it a lot, but it just won the same. I think it really all revolves around the O line because they actually did give him some weapons. They, uh, Doug Baldwin was there for a while; he was really good. They have Tyler Lockett. They have DK Metcalf. So they've gotten that down. But yeah, where has the offensive line been? That seems to always be the issue, and it's been that way the last few years. And I think it was a. I think it's um I think it was just a miscalculation. And Wilson finally, after really always being the positive, yeah, go Hawks guy, he just said, Yeah, I want more input. And he pretty much said it publicly. And that is a definite change. So I am very also, worried about the Seahawks. I also heard that Russell Wilson like tried to talk to the Seahawks like offense in the, like in the second half of the season so they can like fix their struggles, but they didn't really listen to any of his input, so he, and he just like left. So that probably like angered him. So that probably hurt him too. Bro, TJ McConnell was about to hit a hundred points in fantasy. Yes, in fantasy, TJ McConnell was. No, it ended. The game ended already. He's at like ninety-four. Okay, hold on a second. We we know the Seahawks suck. There's not really anything to talk about. Let's talk about this man. <laughs> As we're recording, TJ McConnell from the Indiana Pacers in our ESPN Fantasy Standard League, he finished. With 94 fantasy points now, those of you who don't play fantasy, it just sounds like a bunch of numbers. I, I understand. Here's a stat. Here's what it was. He uh, shot eight for eight from the field. No free throws. 16 points, 13 assists, four rebounds, and 10 steals. He had a triple-double in points, assists, and steals. Man. When is the last time that's happened? 
Draymond Green. No, Draymond, I'm serious. It was Draymond. What was it, Draymond? Well, oh, no, no. Uh, Draymond was yeah, was rebounds. Draymond uh, probably did with like rebounds, assists, and blocks or something. Yes. So he probably got like two points and got like yeah, he didn't two, do points. two points and ten yeah, assists. Or it wasn't points. Stupid. It wasn't blocks either. It was it was it was steal, assist, and rebounds. And rebounds. Yeah, he didn't have. He had like eight points, like something like that. He didn't. Have I no he points. had zero. <laughs> I don't remember, but he didn't have. Yeah, no, he was, probably he, didn't, he have didn't have zero. Do points. But... He didn't do it points though. That is true. Okay. Okay, somebody the the indie star has already done the research for us. Thank God that would have been hell to look through. Um, five players in NBA history have posted points, assists, steals, triple doubles before tonight. Fat Lever in nineteen eighty five, Alvin Robertson and Clyde Drexler in nineteen eighty six, Kevin Johnson in nineteen ninety three, and Mookie Blaylock in nineteen ninety eight. So now McConnell, the sixth player to have a points, assist, steals, triple double. What a game. And as the Pacers win 114-111 to 111 over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, my man. I, I dropped him, too, in fantasy because I was like, you know, he's doing good. He's doing, I mean, he's doing all right. He'll, he'll tip off. He'll, he'll, he'll taper off. And then Shaquilla picked him up. And he's, he's been doing good. I've been, I've been keeping track. And I'm like, oh, man, I just regret it every time because he always gets like 20, 30 points. 35 sometimes he gets 40 now he shows up with a 94 pointer i'm very sad but very very sad boy it's okay i, I make a lot of bad decisions make a lot of good ones and it's okay yeah like at least kimball walker's doing good for me you haven't given me kp kp only has eight points you sure you want to give him up now i'm still sure i don't want to give him up i am still very sure man's averaging 40 and you keep wanting me you keep you keep being like going dragage I'm like I, no. I, I this traded Dragage. You at? I traded Dragage. Oh, you actually you did trade Dragage. That's right. No, no. You, okay, here's the thing though. You keep asking. You keep being like, "Can I get Porzingis, who averages in fantasy averages like 38 points per game?" And you keep offering me dudes that average like 27. I'll give you A and and Wiseman. No, not good enough. You're not Wiseman good. is not good. I I I like Wiseman okay because he doesn't he get enough good. minutes. Well, while we um while we get mad and or um, happy a fancy, I don't know whatever. Uh, the Rockets. Uh, very sad for the Houston Rockets. They are on. They are on a twelve game losing streak coming into tonight. They are. They're playing right now against the Nets. They really should lose. By the time you're listening, they really should be on a thirteen game losing streak and i remember man we were talking like a month ago about the rockets and i was like man you know they're playing some good defense they got john wall oladipo now christian wood but then christian wood got hurt and oladipo's been out for a while and now they've lost 13 games in a row i thought steven silas steven silas has just not had a very pleasant first season as an nba head coach poor guy he was pretty this man's had to deal with james harden he had, to, he had to deal with putting that team together. And now, now he's like, okay, maybe I finally got something. No, 13-game losing streak. Best young dude just dipped. Best young dude done. Uh, sad, sad maybe for it's Houston a good sports. Um, no, it's just, just Houston sports, man. The Texans suck. Astros are cheaters. And now... And they suck. And they suck. And now the Rockets have to rebuild from the ground up. But... Maybe 
maybe brighter days are ahead of the To day. be fair, if they're smart, they'll build around Christian Wood. Because yes. he's figured it out. Well, before he got injured. He figured it out. I don't know what he did. I, I don't know. Um, sometimes I don't really know what happens with these guys. Sometimes it's like, you know, you can tell, well, he trained harder. Well, now, it, now it's his head. Some of these dudes, I don't know what the hell they did. They just, they just show up and like, oh, no, I'm good now. Like, we're why? I mean, okay, good, but why? Like, why are you good now? Like, Kimball Walker, what happened to him? Why is he good now? I'm glad, but this man was shooting 30%. Now he's shooting almost 50 every night. Thank God, because one, the Celtics were having a lot of issues, and two, I was getting really tired of seeing like 20 points on my fantasy team because he shoots like two for 20. I was getting really tired of it, but you know, especially after I traded Sean for him. Starting to really regret Yeah. It. That's okay. Speaking though. of the Celtics, um, you know they they went through a slump recently. No, no, they yeah yeah that's what I was referencing um, to to our audience. Um, they went through a huge slump and fell under five hundred, but finally getting it back. I mean, do you, do you think they could be a contender in the East if they really start to figure oh. it out with Brown and Tatum and Kimba? Definitely. They 100% can be contenders. It's just that they're so inconsistent. And that could be because they're so young, other than Kimba. But, <laughs> right. I mean, Jalen Brown, he's 24, right? And then uh, Jason Tatum, he's even younger than that. They're good, and they, they have the potential to, you know, beat these top teams. But will they lose to someone like the, the Raptors again, like they did last year? Yeah, and um, yeah, for sure. I guess the equivalent. Well, yeah. What would the equivalent of that be this year? I guess the not the Sixers or the Nets. I mean, we know they're elite, but uh, who's their niece? Like the Pacers. I guess that'd be a team like the Pacers is what that would be now. The Magic gonna win it all. Yeah, could. that'd be something crazy. All right, all right, <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, I think we'll just go from that um that joke take into our game picks. Our first pick will be the all-star game. Team LeBron, Team Durant. Now, they do not draft until March 4th. We will post um, We will post our picks then on Twitter, on lead3pods.com. Uh, at some point, we may even get a Facebook and Instagram page. We should probably do that. Um, but anyway, we will update y'all on the picks that we have for that. Bro, I'll just pick if if Luca gets drafted by K- KD's team, it's KD's team gonna win. If he gets drafted by LeBron, KD still still team still gonna win. Okay, so we have one pick already. We have Team Durant. Man, isn't that just hard for you though? Like, if you got Luca on LeBron's team, like, are you okay? Like, are you gonna be able to survive? I don't think he will watch the All Star game. I think he'll just go. <laughs> if Luca gets just- picked by LeBron, I'm not watching the All Star game, bro. How are they even doing you'll the All-Star game? What'd you say, Omar? <laughs> I said, how are they doing the All-Star game? Like, are they doing the Kobe version? It's a draft on March 4th, no, like, no, 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 like, like they've been doing. The actual game, though, like the the game itself. Um, I think it's a normal game, but they are doing the um, the the Elam ending, which, was re- which has been really good the last couple of years. With the Elam ending, what happens is at the end uh, or at the start of the fourth quarter, instead of it being timed, what they do is, okay, the leading team 
uh, they, they look at the score of the leading team, add 24 to that, and then that is the target score. So let's say a team is up, um, it's going to be the All-Star game, so it'll be high scoring. Let's say they're up 110 to 107. At that point, at the start of the fourth quarter, it's the first team do 134 points wins. It's a really fun ending. It made it crazy uh, dramatic last year. At times, I feel like they should implement it in real NBA games. Now, of course, you do have an issue, and it did happen at the end of last All-Star game. Where the game did end on a free throw. So it didn't, It was a little anticlimactic, but I still like it a lot better than... I, I actually like it better than the normal NBA game ending, although I do love the buzzer beaters. and So there's definitely pros and cons to it, but I like the Elamini. I like that they're going to do that again. And they do plus 24 in honor of Kobe Bryant, who passed away just over a year ago now. Um, shout out to him and his family. So we'll we'll upsta- update you on that all-star game pick. At halftime of the All-Star game, this um, the, the game starts Sunday, March 7, 7 o'clock on TNT. Now, right before the All-Star game, there will be the skills challenge and the three-point contest. We're going to pick that. And if we manage to get the winner right, then we will get a bonus win on top of our on top of our NBA game picks. So in the skills challenge, it is Robert Covington, Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, DeMontis Sabonis, and Nikola Vucevic. I am going to pick. Ooh, who who am I going to pick? The skills challenge. I barely even know what it is. <laughs> I pick Luka Doncic, Nathan. Yeah, as we figured. Um, I'm going to pick just just because I barely even know what the skills challenge is. I'm just going to pick Robert Covington because why not, man? Give give the <laughs> give the lesser known player a give him give him a bone. Besides, I'm way ahead of y'all anyway. So, hey man. Romero. Y'all are... I got Chris Paul. Oh, Chris Paul. All right. That's who I was going to pick. I'm sorry. You can still pick him. Well, I do think it's going to be Chris Paul. I was going to say y'all are all sleeping on Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul is going to be nice. (laughs) He's short, so he's going to be a good passer. (laughs) Yeah. And he can maneuver through the obstacles quicker. Oh, that's true. It is an obstacle thing. I barely care what it is, but yeah, I'll enjoy obstacle. it when I watch it. Well, Luca's going to win, so you're all... <laughs> Luca's uh, very three point slow. Contest. You're all Luca, Luca has a lot of skill, but he's just slow. You're slow. Luca so. is slow. <laughs> I'm not an NBA player, though, so it doesn't matter. It's like when you <laughs> called me, it's like when you called me fat that one time. Uh, Three-point contest is going to be Devin Booker, Jalen Brown, <laughs> Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, and, of course, arguably the greatest shooter in NBA history, Steph Curry. So I guess it gives away who my pick's going to be. It's it's going to be Steph Curry. I'm also going to go with Steph Curry. It's not going to be Steph. I think it's going to be Devin Booker. Uh, I have Devin Booker winning. You know, as well. someone said he choked, <laughs> but I think he's going to do it. Devin Booker. All right. Well, good, because when all four of us picked somebody, we did all four pick the Nets over to the Sixers, I think, and uh, that did not work out. So that's good that we all four did not pick someone. Devin Booker. Okay. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's just too easy to pick Steph Curry. I can't do it. And then at halftime of the All Star game, it's gonna be the sorry, it's gonna be the dunk contest. And I do not know who the hell these guys are. It's Anthony Simmons, Cassius Stanley, and Obi Toppin. I'm gonna pick. I I've kind of seen Anthony Simmons. I think he's actually a really good dunker. I'm gonna pick him. I'm just gonna pick Obi Toppin. So y'all got o- he looks. He sound, his name sounds funny. What is the other one? Who, who's 
who's the other one, Bulls? <laughs> Stanley. Yeah, Stanley. I'm picking Stanley. <laughs> uh, um, you know, I like the Pacers a lot. Well, I like the Knicks too, but I like the Pacers more. So I'm going with Homero's pick again and going Cassius. Stanley. Yeah, I'm going with Toppin because I like Top. Okay. Um. And anyway, and we already picked the All Star game, or we're going to pick the All Star game. So now we will get into our regular NBA game picks. First one: Nuggets at Grizzlies, Friday, March twelfth, seven p.m. on NBA TV. I'm gonna go with Denver Nuggets. I'm going with the Nuggets. I am also going with the Nuggets. Hmm. Everyone's going with the Nuggets here. Um. I'm going Grizzlies. Oh, you're just going to be different, aren't I you? Think, we keep I think Ja Morant and uh, Valanchunas, you know, oh, actually, they're going to go give, off. Give me a, hold up. Derek Jackson's supposed to come back shortly after the All-Star break. Uh, maybe, but I, I don't know if he'll be back right then. But uh, that, that could be... Do I think the Nuggets will win? Probably. <laughs> but you're going to pick the Grizzlies. But, hey, man. Ja Morant's... John Moran's an awesome dude, awesome player. So I'm I predict, and this may be because of my fantasy team, that John Morant and Brandon Clark will do really good and the Nuggets will win anyway. But hey, Sean, I do like that Grizz pick, even though you think the Nuggets. I did that with the Thunder and Bucks, and look what happened. So, you know, it, it can, it can <laughs> happen. It can happen. <laughs> um, that was so great. I was watching that game. The Thunder were going off, man. That was so fun to watch. I was like, oh, man, let's go. Let's I could go. not believe it. When I saw the score, I was like, no I'm way. telling you, they they, I was watching that. They were playing out of their, <laughs> like, they were playing out of their mind. They couldn't stop Giannis at the end, but it really didn't matter. They were playing out of their mind. They were making threes everywhere. Dorton, Diallo, and Horford, they, they were all just raining threes. It yeah, was awesome. Me. Okay. Uh, Saturday, March 13th, Knicks at Thunder, 1 p.m. on NBA TV. Well, I got to go to Thunder again, man. Like, I I know. I I mean, the Knicks are actually at 500, led by Julius Randle. And um, Derrick Rose has been playing good in the absence of Alfred Payton, their starting guard. And Tom Thibodeau has really seemed to turn that Knicks team around. That being said, I'm picking the Thunder because why, why not? I'm going to pick the Knicks. Because the All Knicks right. run run New York, even though the Nets have that, the Knicks still no, they run don't. New York. No, not, not about the well, Nets. ain't nobody care about the Nets. They kind of do, and that's what's funny. It's like when the Clippers were good, but the the Lakers were really bad. Doesn't matter, Omero. <laughs> I choose the Knicks. <laughs> Is it oh, my yeah, turn? Yeah, sorry, Am I sorry. last again? Yeah, it, keeps, it keeps happening. Sorry. Yay! I get to go last again. Okay. I said earlier, I like the Knicks because I do like the Knicks. And also because I have Julius Randle and RJ Barrett on my fantasy team. So I predict that both those players will go off and they will beat the Thunder. I mean, they should, but I don't know. I'm just a Thunder believer, man. I got I to jump on. Uh, Sunday, <laughs> so March 14th, 8 p.m. on ESPN. It will be Clippers at Pelicans. And I'm going to pick the Pelicans have been really good. Uh, led by Zion Williamson, but Brandon Ingram as well. Um, I even like what Lonzo Ball does from time to time. So Eric Blood, so they, they've, they've started to chip in. But uh, the Clippers are going to be too good. They're going to take it. I think that the Clippers will win. But, you know, for some reason, the Pelicans have, had, have been having nasty third quarters. I don't know what the deal is. I guess they're taking a note from the Warriors back way back when. But 
I still think the Clippers will win. To be honest, I think they'll blow them out. Mm. That's bold. I'll go with the Clippers mostly because I have Kawhi on my team, but I also think the Clippers will win because it's the Clippers. Man, I don't know. Just pick the Clippers. Uh, Just hop on. I'm going to go with the Pelicans. That's lame. Yeah, the Pelicans. (laughs) Always someone. Always has to be somebody, I guess. Somebody has to be the – somebody has to take the leap of faith, I guess. Interestingly, in all of these, one one person has been left alone. It's been three on one in each of these picks so far. <laughs> As we go into our last game that we're going to pick, it's going to be Tuesday, March 16th, 6.30 on TNT, Jazz at Celtics. Man, the the Jazz have been red hot. I picked the Jazz. Well, yeah, who wouldn't? The, the Jazz have been red hot, but the Celtics are starting to figure it out, and it just won't be enough. The Jazz are going to win. They have the best record in the NBA. They ended the month of February uh, with, or they had a twelve and two record in the month of February. Led the league. That they, they they're going to get it done. The Jazz are that good right now, and they can win it all. I'm not sure they're the favorite, but they are right in the mix with the Lakers, the Clippers, and Nets, Sixers, all of them. I'm picking the Jazz. The Jazz are a great team. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who I'm picking? The Celtics. I'm going Celtics, baby. The Celtics are nice. They, the Celtics are nice. Well, they're they're sometimes nice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm hoping that I get the Celtics that are really nice and that Kimba doesn't shoot 20% and instead shoots like 50%. That'd be a nice way to, that would be way nice. to go about things. That'd be nice for me um, too. Now, Rudy Gober... <laughs> He's kind of he's good at defense, and you know, the Celtics aren't a heavy heavy center team. They got Tatum, Brown, and Kimba. So I'm hoping that they just outshoot them. Well, I, I do think that's where you're going to have to go. Now, Sean, would you still pick them if I say I'm going to pick the Celtics now because I have a vested interest in them? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Because I I'm I, I've switched my pick to the Celtics. We now have a two-and-two two on that Good man. One. So that's going to be... Good man. I am a good man. I can't help it. Um, <laughs> well, that is all we really have for Flags and Fouls. Uh, you can check those game picks on lead3pods.com, and there is a link on the homepage. Um, follow us on Twitter, at Flags and Fouls. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're on new platforms now. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on TuneIn. We just want to, we just want you to listen. We don't care. Listen to our tennis podcast, Making a Racket. Comes out every other Tuesday. Um, we're gonna have a new episode on Tuesday, March 9th. We'll have um, Sean and I will have our friend Shaquille Sarapal and Shannon. We're just gonna talk about pro tennis and what we did in tennis and all kinds of stuff. Make sure you subscribe to that too. Follow that, follow that podcast on Twitter at Making a Racket3. And tell all your friends, tell strangers, we don't care. Yell it to the world. Hell, in Texas, you don't even have to have a mask to do that, apparently. So, just, just remember, do what you want. It's not as good, though, because I'm not in it. Maybe not. We'll see you guys next week, or two weeks. Have a good spring break, guys. Wear your mask and get vaccinated if you can. I don't get spring break. Shut up. I don't either. You didn't get a spring break, sir? 
No, we don't get his spring break. We don't get a spring break. We get oh, like one day. We, get, we technically got one because of the well, weather. We, we get but, one. Yeah, we and do. If you don't get spring break, don't be stupid. Wear your mask and get vaccinated if you can. Nobody's going to wear a mask on spring break. You know what they do on spring break. You know what they do on spring break. <laughs>